What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. Episode number 81. My name is Randy Little, if you're new to this. Um, 81 episodes. I'm hoping the majority of you been around. Uh, we talking and celebrating all things Batman on this episode. Um, we got, got the regulars. Nick, Eric, Melissa... And, and the homie Hector uh, comes through, and for the first hour, we talk legacy movies, Burton, Schumacher, Animation, Nolan, Snyder. We don't get to all of it, but we're talking Batman legacy movies. Um, Melissa takes off in the second half, and this is everybody's warning. If you don't listen to my intro then you're doing yourself a disservice. The second half of the discussion is spoilers, is the Batman spoilers. So if you haven't seen the Batman, when Melissa's gone, that's your cue to go see the Batman, come back and finish listening or watching. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's fun. Batman is my favorite superhero. So, I mean, there was no other choice this episode than to talk Batman. Um... Recently in the theater, after the last episode, February 25th, nothing came out. Just nothing came out. That's just how it is. Um, And then this past weekend, obviously, the Batman came out. Upcoming, in between this episode and the next, Turning Red comes out on Disney+. Plus. The Atom Project comes out on Netflix. That might actually be in select theaters for like some Q and A stuff I've seen advertised. I'm not positive. And then um, the 18th of March, I know um, what's it called? Deep Water with Ben Affleck and Ana D. Armas, Adrian Lin directed, is on Hulu. And that new Guy Ritchie movie, um something something de fortune like it, it's got rules in, in the title uh it sound really french that might come out i'm seeing no advertisements for it and i do, i don't i think it got moved and just hasn't announced a new date so um on to the physical media the tuesday after the most recent episode it looks like The King's Man came out, House of Gucci came out, Shout Factory put out Jim Carrey's Man on the Moon, um, American Underdog came out, The 355 came out after only like seven weeks in the theater. That's such a fast turnaround. Um, let's go on to the next Tuesday. This past Tuesday, uh, all I bought this past Tuesday was uh, The Batman Animated Series. It looks like Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, got a uh, Blu-ray that I might buy down the road. And then upcoming, this upcoming Tuesday, The Matrix Resurrections comes out, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Complete Series gets a Blu-ray, The Final Season of Supergirl gets a Blu-ray, Coming to America, that came out on Amazon last year, is getting a a Blu-ray on physical. looks like Yellowstone Season 4 is coming out. Uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond Season 2 is coming out. National Champions, A Journal for Jordan. This is an expensive Tuesday. 
Courageous 10th Anniversary, Redeeming Love. And then the 15th of March, West Side Story comes out. I don't know what the hell The Accused is. Oh, that's a Jodie Foster movie. Looks like Red Rocket is coming out with uh, Buddy from Scary Movie 3. Um, Simon Rex, before y'all say I didn't know his name. Mm, Flipper is getting a Blu-ray, if that's not an upgrade. That looks to be about it. So just some, some upgrades. Um, yeah, man. I'm going to come back. We're going to be five deep out here. And we're going to talk Batman, man. It's really fun. Rec League. Are we back, children? Um, Very specific directions for this Batman episode of the podcast. Melissa has not seen the Batman. So the first half, we're going to talk legacy movies. 66, Tim Burton, Schumacher, Nolan, Snyder. When we break and I save, we're going to talk the Batman in-depth spoilers. And she'll, she'll be done oh, with, with the episode. Yeah, yeah, P, yeah, yeah. Canadian peace out. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> those of us that have seen the Batman are going to spoil it for everybody else still listening that didn't take off with her. So um, how do I start this? Who's favorite? I, I, I might have to take off. Like, maybe, I'm not sure, like, not soon, obviously, but at some point, I got somewhere to be at, at, like, see like yeah within like a couple hours yeah. i think we'll be done by then yeah i'm just letting you know cool. like, right, ain't a ain't a big deal okay um is anybody's favorite batman movie not the dark knight sorry what is it i mean it's not like, a, it's not a crime i, I like 1989 michael keaton the cool. best cool talk about it <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, you know, I only had faint memories of it growing up in Batman Returns as well. And then I would say it was uh, 2010-ish, I decided to rewatch Batman 1989 starring Michael Keaton and Kim Basinger and Jack Nicholson. And, you know, I was kind of blown away. I, you know, as an adult, I can appreciate it much better. And I just love the biggest thing I love is the aesthetic, how it's all art deco. It's I kind of looked up, when does this movie take place? And it's weird. It's like, it's supposed to have the style of the 40s, but it takes place in 89, kind of, and there's all this Prince music. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's all these different influences mixed together. You know, Gotham is so beautiful. Um Obviously, there's 80s fashion. There's stuff that Kim Basinger wears sometimes is, like, so off the wall. Like, she shows up to Wayne Manor wearing, like, a wedding dress, practically. The the fashion is so 80s and so ridiculous. But I, I love everything she wears. You know, I love her whole reporter style. She's so beautiful. I love her. I, I wish they brought her back for the second movie. I don't know what happened there, but I just adore her. And I love Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton and Kim Basinger together as well. I, I actually love the romance in the movie. And I just like Michael Keaton. His little nuances of acting, the little ways he delivers his lines, I'm really captivated by him. And it made me watch his other movies because I became such a fan. 
So I really like that first one. And most of you guys know me. I'm a total baby when it comes to violence. The Dark Knight is just really hard for me. But obviously the first one is not. That's that's my level. Like <laughs> that, That's my level of violence. I don't even know if there's any violence. But like, yeah, that I'm good with that. So that it's a lot easier for me. And I love the look of it. And I love the cast. I love the music. I love the style. So good for Tim Burton. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think one thing Tim Burton did in both his movies was make Gotham City like feel like it's like its own character better than mm-hmm. any other director's done. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um Nick, talk about your favorite Batman movie. Well, it's like is everyone else's favorite The Dark Knight? <laughs> yeah, mine is. Basically. That's just like it's hard. Like when I did my ranking list of like the best Batman's, I realized like the top ten. What have there been like maybe like fourteen or something like that? I don't know. The top ten are all like really, really, really good movies. Like every trash is like the shitty Batman movies, but there's really only like two or three shitty Batman movies. Like if you include the theatrical Justice League, and like if you include Batman Forever. There's really only, like, a few that aren't great. Yeah. But, like, putting the new one in my rank, it was, like, fifth or sixth or something. I was like, really? Is that low? But then I'm, like, putting all the other ones above it. I'm like, well, yeah. Like, the the Tim Burton movies are, like, it's, like, I don't know. It's just such a part of my life. Like, it's not even, like, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. Cool. I didn't even mention Jack Nicholson, and now I feel bad. But you guys know, yeah. like. But it's not even like saying like uh, I grew up on them. Like it was like it was like they were like a part of my life. Like I would just sit and spend my whole days like, like I could recite the 1989 movie. <laughs> like when I put it in, like every time like he's the, what's his name Eckhart is talking to Jack Nicholson like in the alley, and I could just do the whole thing. I'm like, you better be sure. Do you think he thought about the future? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But I don't know. The Dark Knight. It's just. I mean, like, I could make a case for almost all of the movies. Like, it, anybody saying, like, the new one is their favorite. I'm like, well, you're not wrong. It's pretty great. Yeah. Dark Knight was just, I feel like people forget. I feel like superhero movies as a whole, like, we we exist in the post-Dark Knight era, like, at all times. People forget, like, with a, a few, like, notable exceptions, before the Dark Knight, it was still pretty common that, like, comic book movies sucked. Like, it was like, Ghost Rider, like, this is gonna suck. Like, this isn't gonna be great. But, like, I'll go see it, because why not? Like, Fantastic Four, like, okay, yeehaw, I'll go. Like, why not? It's not gonna be good. And, like, they weren't. They were, like, threes out of fives at best. My man said yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. (laughs) But it's true. Like it was like, how, what are the odds that there would be three great X Men movies? Like not great. Like and there weren't. Like there were two. When the third one, it was like, ah, well, yeah, they had to drop the ball eventually. So like the Way Dark Knight came out was like the best movie, like ever. Like really, like I'm not even like exaggerating. Like I remember being in the theater, like, what in the hell? Like it's just so. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that shit it's twice crazy. opening day. Yeah, you did. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I saw it. That was the first movie I ever saw three times in a theater. 
and it was it was literally because like I went to go see other and I was like, dude, you have to go see this movie. It's the best movie I've ever seen. They're like Batman, really? And I'm like, no, I promise you. And they, <laughs> I was always right. Like they would just see it and they were like, wow, it just wasn't normal. Now it's there still aren't movies that good, but now it's like expected when a movie comes out, no matter what it is, it's like an Ant Man movie. It better be good. And like. <laughs> Usually, it like there's like a higher expectation now, and I I blame the Dark Knight for that. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, so yeah. Um, I was reading up on this, Nick, because you know I want to understand why everyone loves this movie to death. So it's crazy. Batman Begins didn't even make that much money in comparison, and then when the Dark Knight came out, obviously it made a billion dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. It really just changed things so drastically. And I was reading about the legacy of the movie. It, it's ridiculous what it did. Man, yeah, I remember like Nolan. I love Batman Begins, but yeah. I remember thinking like it was like three years later, and it be, there was like a feeling like, oh, oh, this is the sequel to Batman Begins. Like there was like a, a feeling like, oh, they're doing another one with, oh, okay, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then by the time posters and trailers started coming out, it was like. Oh, yeah, shit. people went crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man, because Nolan, which which let me, let me I'm a plug the, the most recent episode of the Sigma Cinema podcast that <laughs> one of us on this podcast was a guest on. I, I don't know who, <laughs> but we was talking about Christopher Nolan made a crime drama that Batman just happened to be in. Like first, it's like not really a Batman movie at its core, but he's just the main character. Right. And, like, that's the genius of the shit. There's the approach is... They didn't approach it as a superhero movie. They approached it as a crime drama that happens to have a superhero in it. And that's the... When we get to the Batman, we're gonna bring up something about that, too. So... Yeah, for yeah, sure. we haven't let our guest speak yeah right like we started with melissa because it wasn't the dark night and like the way that the five of us are on my screen like i'm just going around the horn don't sue me espn uh yeah <laughs> hector man welcome back to the pod um thanks man if we're not all gonna talk about the dark night man go ahead and shake it up uh, if you want but if you want to gush want to over the dark night man feel free yeah no i mean i can't really this is not like a broken record with the dark night it's same for me i just uh it's it definitely set like, like you know, like Melissa said, it definitely set the bar and it changed, you know, pop culture with as far as the superhero genre. Like, For sure. Um, with with box office numbers too, because you know, think about it. You know, Marvel's Phase One films uh, before Avengers didn't hit uh, a billion, five hundred million, maybe couple. Mm-hmm. But um, the Dark Knight definitely changed that. Um, wow. But I think I think the the problem with this movie, the Batman that it's getting, the the one that just came out, um, is it's just that that Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson effect. I don't know what you want to call it, but you know when people hear you know Heath Ledger's playing the Joker and you know oh he's got big shoes to fill, he'll never be a Jack Nicholson. You know if people can can if the audience can kind of put that behind them and kind of accept this movie for you know be a little bit open minded. Because um, I'm reading it, I've been reading it all week, man, all weekend, all day today, just comparing that's the first thing this movie turned them down because it wasn't what you know their favorite was it wasn't you know what you know the dark knight was so it kind of kind of sucks you know it's a little 
kind of counterproductive when trying to, you know, open yourself up and accepting a film, uh, what the director is trying to, you know, give, give out to the audience. But, um, and cause when I read reviews and first thing you, they'll say is, you know, well, the dark night, the dark night, or, yeah. you know, well, oh, Batman yeah. begins, well, Batman begins. And it's, I, I already kind of like cut them off. Like I don't really continue reading any further. Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's really, it's just, like I said, it's kind of counterproductive to the film and what they're trying to portray to the audience and where uh, Matt Reeves is trying to go. Um, and it just sucks. And uh, so it, it has its pros and cons being, you know, I guess arguably like one of the best superhero movies of all time. But um, I had I have to do that myself. I have to check myself, you know, because it's not like my Zack Snyder movie. It's not, you know, Ben Affleck was supposed to be there. Because I, I was yeah. going to actually send you a, a tweet, uh, Eric, that... Uh, uh, ben Affleck uh, had posted it said welcome Matt Reeves to the Bat Game yeah. a couple years ago I remember that and people for, people forgot about that you know yeah, and, um, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and, and I'm like damn man how so much has changed and uh, but uh, yeah the Dark Knight for me for sure it's 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 always gonna be I don't wanna say always never say never but it's still it's still gonna be my top top Batman movie of all time and, by, and I still stand by what I said on my stories a couple days ago Batman versus Superman, both Justice League movies, Suicide Squad. I don't consider those as Batman movies. I, I was like, question, like when I did this rewatch over the last couple weeks, I was like, I feel like my opinion might change. Like now I'm a little older. It's been like five years since I watched some of them, like front to back. I was like, I feel like my opinion, like I'll put in the Dark Knight, and I was like, at this point in my life, I've seen it so many times. Like I'm not gonna, I'll be like, yeah, it's good, but like, no. Like, I was, like, sitting there watching, and I was still, like, the boats. Like, I was, like, oh, shit. Like, what are they going to do? I knew what they were going to do. But I was still, like, transfixed by it. So it still can confirm the Dark Knight is still absolutely top tier. I was watching the Lego Batman movie, and then I, I, just, I caught that back and forth between Joker and Batman. He was like, what about the thing with the boats? It's just better than Joker. <laughs> that movie's funny as shit. Yeah. As I said, like, I've yeah. got Lego Batman, like, ranked probably as, like, my 10th best Batman movie. And that's, like, a <laughs> solid four out of five, at least. So I'm, like, the top 10 of them all, if you include Batman vs. Superman and Snyder Cut, I'm, like, they're all, like, above average, like, very, very, very good movie. Which is, you can't say that same thing about most superheroes that have had their own movies. True, indeed. It's true. Like, Spider Man. Most of them are average, with a couple exceptions. Hmm. I really like the Spider-Man movies, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I kind of love all of them, but like outside of a couple, most of them are like, you know, the amazing Spider-Mans, like Spider-Man 3. They're all like fine. They're all like good. Good to fine. So Eric, Dark Knight. <laughs> What's that, Randy? The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. How about it? <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to talk about The Dark Knight. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about one that deserves to be talked about more. Batman Returns. Nope. Damn. So Batman, Got Bruce me. Wayne visits his parents' grave, and he okay pleading with them. Like, I didn't count on being happy. Let somebody else take the risk. And I bring this movie up, Batman, Mask and a Phantasm. Because it's amazing. Because if you think about it, this is really the first time that Bruce Wayne, um, as a character in a movie, you examine his psyche as far as the grief with his parents. 
If you look at Batman 89 and Batman Returns, Batman Returns, actually, if you think of it, I don't think his parents are even brought up. I don't think so. Barely. Not once. If probably a a, a throwaway line, but Batman 89, of course, you know, him visiting um, the spot where they were murdered. His parents were murdered in that alley. Right. And, of course, the flashbacks. They had the flashbacks. That was good stuff. But they never really dove into his psyche and Batman Mask of the Phantasm is technically the first movie that actually does that an animated movie but it doesn't get its credit one it was a it was a flop it was yeah. a bomb came yeah. out around Christmas in 93 nobody went to go see it because Christmas it was a Day. last minute decision I did. that they were going to put it in theaters it was supposed to be a direct to video but on, on a rewatch it really holds up very well from it's front so to good. back and I think it is a five star Batman movie but it's an animated movie, so you're not gonna. It's not gonna get the type of attention that the Dark Knight gets, that Batman '89 gets. It really does. Like when you bring it up, like in like geek circles, there's like an eye roll. That, like you'll be like, "Well, actually, Mask of the Phantasm," and they're like, oh, "Okay." But yeah. like, yeah, seriously, that's... it's so hard to convince people to watch. Like I went and saw the Batman on Tuesday with my niece. She loves Robert Pattinson, and she was freaking out of me. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll take you to the early thing, but you've got to watch. I gave her, like, the list. She watched the Nolan trilogy and, like, maybe a couple others. But I told her, I said, honestly, like, one of the best Batman movies is Master of the Phantasm. And she's 16. Her first, like, reaction was, like, it's animated. Like, she and she didn't <laughs> yeah. watch it. Like, she was like, well, I'll, I'll do it if I have time. And she did. It's like, it's, watch, it's time to cut it, off like, some family. Watching like, the, the, the mask of the, the, the phantasm as an adult, Eric, like it's like, ooh, man, this is kind of dark. It's deep, you know, as yeah. Kid, when I was watching it, it was just like, you know, it's a cartoon. But, you know, exactly. as you like, you know, progress, you just watch this as an adult, you're like, damn, you know, this is this is dark. <laughs> yeah, you don't catch those mature nuances as a child yeah. watching no. those. No. Killing her dad. There's, yeah. there's, a whole, there's a lot of episodes of the animated series. Like, I was going to sleep like every last couple weeks and just like, go on HBO Max and, like, throw on a couple episodes just to, like, <laughs> stay in the mood. And, like, there's, like, an episode where, like, Commissioner Gordon gets arrested for taking bribes from, like, Rupert Thorne. And yeah. all the dialogue, and this is a children's animated, all the dialogue is, like, law and order. Like, she's, <laughs> like, what's-her-name is talking to the DA, and she's just, like, no, he, he received all these shipments from laundered accounts and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I was watching this when I was like five. I grew up watching those too. That's why I always used to think, oh, I'm such a Batman fan, you know? And I, cause I grew up watching that animated series with my brother. We watched that every morning. I think it aired at 7 a.m. or something. And uh, that was such a big part of my growing up. But then, you know, when I watch some of the movies, I know you guys really like them, but I'm like, ooh, this is not... <laughs> so I need to watch Mask of the Phantasm. Maybe I will relate to it more, you know? Yeah, I'm curious what you would think about yeah. it. Yeah. It's a very I layered I love that animated movie. series. That's awesome. Yeah, Man, that's a great did I'm only My only issue with Mask of the Phantasm, and it's mostly just because I'm grown up, is that it's, like, really short. Yeah. It's, like, 70 minutes long. I feel like it could be an hour and a half long. That like sounds so attractive to me right now, man. After watching <laughs> like, Batman yeah, versus like, you Superman. You get through it, you know, on your lunch yeah. break. That's <laughs> on your lunch break. Lunch break. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, that's my opinion on... I'm putting that in... That was a good one, bro. Was yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> did I misread? Or did I, like, make it up somewhere? But was Master of the Phantasm originally supposed to end the animated series? 
it was I think that at one point it was something like that, but if it was a whole bunch of decisions, last minute decisions that came from that movie. That was a good decision to keep going. Yeah. To keep it going, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've got it ranked at number two. The GOAT and like, cartoon. Maybe fake number one. Like, if it was a little longer. I say the same thing about The Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm always like, that's like a perfect movie, and I love watching it every year, but I just wish it was like longer. Because I get through it so fast, I'm like, oh, more. Yes, yes. Yeah. But you have to get that out there. It's more people have yeah. to check that Pretty out. Awesome. Please go watch Mask of the Phantasm. And it's like almost 30 years old. And it's still like yeah. super good. Sub-Zero is good too. Sub-Zero is really Sub- good. Sub-Zero yeah. is underrated. But it was. I mean, it imagine an live action adaptation of Mask of the Phantasm, man. Gosh. Yeah. It would, pick really? at, it would be don't, don't, as don't good gotta, as the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Tweak the storyline a little bit more. Time. But man, it'd be good. And also, um, since Return of the Joker. Underrated. Also underrated. Yes. The original no cut. Seen, no I'm sure y'all, seen all y'all seen that by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one else has. <laughs> like, you talk to, like, a normal, they're just like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, it was Batman Beyond. And they're like, ah, I wasn't into Batman Beyond. I'm like, neither was I. But, like, <laughs> I was legit too old for Batman, Batman Beyond. What, what is know. that? That sounds so familiar. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but it sounds so familiar. Oh, really? In Batman Beyond? Yeah, what was that? It was a sequel animated series to the original animated okay. Batman series yeah, that where Terry so McGinnis familiar. took over. Yeah, okay. Bruce Wayne was the old man. It was very, it was very like late 90s, early 2000s. Like, yeah. let's yeah. make it cool. And like, I did not give a shit about it when it first came on. Like, I was like, whatever. I'm too old for this. I'm like nine. <laughs> like, I caught the movie on HBO like one morning before school, like real early in the morning. Yeah, I turn on like HBO or something. It was on, and like I watched it, and I was so into it. And I was like, okay, never mind. This is cool. This rules. It, it's like the same. It's canon. I take it all back. The same Batman and the same Joker. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this kid's yeah. ass. Mark Hamill. 43 minutes. Again, very attractive running time. <laughs> yeah, it's very short. It's like an hour and like a little bit of change. Well, Batman Beyond the movie says 43 minutes, so that's exciting. Oh, that's um, it's well, just not Beyond the movie, The Return of the Joker. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. The move, Batman Beyond the movie is just like the first two episodes. Yeah, they smashed a couple oh. episodes together. It's good. It's okay. worth watching, but they have it just like mixed together to like him becoming Batman Beyond whatever. Do they call oh, him a- Batman Beyond? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has a last hey, name. Man. Who are you? Who are you supposed to be? Mr. Beyond. Vengeance Beyond. <laughs> but... Yeah, Mr. Mm. the Batwoman is okay. Yeah, it's not a good one. It's good. It's not as good. Oh yeah, I was just watching it. Like this is just not as good as the two animated series movies or Return yeah. of the Joker. I, I remember vividly when the animated series shifted to what like it was the adventures of Batman and Robin to match Batman this the Superman Robin, animation. Changed up the style, and like I remember as a kid thinking this isn't as good. And then I got older and hadn't watched it for years. And I was like, ah, oh, it's probably just bullshit, like, getting older. And then, like, I rewatched some I'm like, this isn't as good. No. There's something about it. It's, like, it's not as good. Like, I don't, I can't really even put my finger on what it is. Other did, than the animation not being as there's good. There's one great episode when they did make that shift. 
it involves i think it's the last episode ever it <laughs> involves a bunch of kids telling the story of them seeing batman and each of their stories has a different looking batman in the story i they vaguely remember that. batman and there's another um like the old school 60s looking one yeah that's probably the last good episode when they did flip it to that batman and robin because they made everybody look kind of different like mr freeze had dots for eyes and it was like why like this isn't better this is worse on almost every level wasn't he a head on like robotic spider legs yeah at some point i think i remember that being a toy like on the walmart shelves <laughs> was like a head on his legs i remember that so, um... that's probably why i didn't care about batman beyond like i was like you know what i'm too old for this Mm, where y'all want to go? Nipples. Uh, that's what I was looking at. I was like, yeah. sh- should we like talk about the Nips. possibility of the Schumacher cut, or just full on go Batman and Robin? Both yeah, are. let's talk about. It's not gonna happen. Nah. But then again, I don't. I don't know with the Discovery thing. It's it's hard to tell. It really I'm is. I don't think it'll be as good as what we got. To be honest. I, I'd like maybe maybe it'll be like better, but like not by not like on a Snyder cut level. No, we get to hear not, we, yeah. we get to hear Tommy Lee Jones drop the f bomb one or two times. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeehaw! It's a lot because they were trying to separate themselves so much from Burton's Batman movies. A lot of darker elements were taken out. The original beginning, which you can see in word mm-hmm. print form, with the um, with Two Face escaping and the guards are hung. And stuff like that. I don't oh, know if y'all have seen that. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures from it. Yeah, but you, you, you sent me I, some on it like a couple of years ago, a year yeah. ago or something. Then the structure of the movie is is totally different the way it is. And the theatrical version is Batman is introduced first, but in the Schumacher cut, Bruce Wayne is basically the scene where he comes and Jim Carrey meets them, and he says, "Oh, that scene comes first. And you notice when he looks out the window and he sees the bat signal and he goes and it's Chase Meridian. Yeah. Originally, notice when he's looking out, they still kept the sound effects. You hear sirens and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He actually, in the Schumacher cut, goes from there to the Two-Face crime scene that you see uh-huh. in the theatrical version. That the, makes sense. The, you know, the vault. You think about it. I don't know how well y'all know the movie. It's, it's, yeah. No, I can picture it for sure because the bat signal is not a beeper. Right. That scene yeah. was originally supposed to come science? later. You guys are kind of talking about something but not explaining. So <laughs> there's obviously a Schumacher cut <laughs> of Batman ba- and Robin. Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Forever that's not released or something. Yeah, and his original cut talking? of the movie was toned down time-wise and tone-wise to sell to toys. what we got with the theatrical cut. Okay. Karen's and wanted got- to go to McDonald's. Yeah, and that crap. Because Batman Returns came out, they it didn't did expect work. it to be. It worked. I had the Batman Forever McDonald's cups. It worked. Like I, it made more money. Kids so they kind of wanted it to be more for kids friendly. Yeah, yeah. The tone yeah. going they from Batman Returns to Batman Forever, the tone is worked. crazy. It absolutely <laughs> worked. I had one Batman Returns action figure, and I had like. 30 Batman Forever. <laughs> Yo, it was, was the, the it Bruce was. Wayne where you could push his head down and put the Batman cowl on top. Was that Batman Returns? 
Maybe nobody. That was... <laughs> no, that was um, that was George Clooney. I so remember Batman or Robin. Yeah, you Aren't could put you? it was like you put the thing on him, and then the leg things. It pissed me off. It had they had skates. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, because I always want my Batman to have skates on. You get and the ice. Irony. I'll get the Iceman. Yeah, the whole irony of them wanting to make money, and yet they have these different original cuts of the movie that they could release and make more money. Mm-hmm. But the Della cuts exist because they thought they would make more money. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. Crazy I don't. I don't know if it would be like better, better. But I'd watch it. I think yeah. the same thing of the air cut though, Suicide Squad. Like I'm kind of in the minority. Like I'm like, I don't know if it'll be better, better. I definitely think it'll be better. It'll be a little I mean, better. It's I, yeah, it'll be better. It won't be worse better, or the same. I think but not like yeah. on the same level. I think everybody expects now like every director's cut to be on the right. same. Yeah, Riders Justice League. Yeah, but that goes the thing that goes to speaking to that. Yeah. People use director's cut as slang, and Zack Snyder's movie is, is technically yeah. not that. Like, first off, it's not really yeah. a director. It's a whole <laughs> different movie. But yeah, Second people off. do have those expectations, which is unfortunate, but I do believe David Ayer's original movie edit yeah. without the poppy soundtracks. and Because it's it's more to it than just yeah. how the movie is edited and blah, 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 the new scenes. Like, color grading, sound effects. For example... Josh Whedon that I'm not personal. But anyway yeah. Josh Whedon, for example, when Superman comes back and he's fighting Wonder Woman, he goes up and he like slams her down into the ground. Her moan her no, her she has a moan, it's sexualized, like uh, uh. and in Zack Snyder, it's a, like a painful groan. Like little stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Little yeah. nuanced stuff like that matters. Like, why is she is she getting off on getting hit? Is this? <laughs> I do. I feel like like Snyder, Snyder had his tragedy, man. I feel like Warner Brothers was in the office and was just like, "Well, the Avengers did well. Let's get him." Yeah, no, that's all that happened. And it made came sense and on paper. Like, it up. They sold it like that. They were and like, "Of course, going to come in." And it was like, "Oh, fun." Mm-hmm. But it's two different stylistic. Alienated but, everybody. Yeah. yeah, two different styles of directing that. They don't matter how many. If you get Spielberg and David Fincher to edit the same movie, it's gonna come out not great because they're so stylistically different. It That's what cool happened with Weed. That though, but I don't know. I watch it. <laughs> what yeah. did uh, Let's Batman not compare Joss Whedon to, to that. Batman and Robin was a uh, ninety-seven. Yeah, ninety-seven. So what? The, so it's eighty-nine. Was the first one in ninety-seven. So, I mean, and then they they didn't have like a, a what. Burton wasn't contracted to do like a trilogy or nothing like that, right? It was just because the difference between the 89 and Batman and Robin is so different. And it's like, what the yeah. hell happened between that and, and you know, similar to Spider Man 3 and Spider Man 1? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where well, in the hell does, you know, studio, studio interference? Uh, to answer your question, Hector, he had a two movie deal with an option to do the third. Okay. Me and Randy spoke about this. They had a meeting. And some dumb exec asked a question. We all know are familiar with Bruce Wayne, the character in the background, right? Of what happened. Some dumb Warner Brothers exec asked, why does Bruce Wayne have to be so depressed all the time? You know, the character who saw his parents murdered? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where they were going. And Burton, oh, I think yeah. Burton and or Michael Keaton were both in the meeting. And they said that's when they knew it was over. Oh. Hey. That's when they left. Shout out to Warner I, Brothers. I, I, 
fumbling the comic book movie since the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, because I just, I specifically remember, like, uh, so 97, I must have been fifth grade. So fifth, fourth grade, I was still, I was still in the toys. I remember not really liking the aesthetics of Forever and Batman and Robin. Like, I didn't own any, but I had a shit ton of toys from the 89 and, and, and Batman Returns. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't like any, I didn't like the way Robin yeah. looks. I didn't like the, just, it just, it was, I remember specifically not really liking or collecting any of that, any of the figures, uh, yeah. uh of, of the, uh, Batman and Robin and, and Batman Forever. Yeah, I, I, I apologize. I, I get them mixed up because I'm sorry. I really don't like either of them. I know <laughs> Batman Forever has its fans, and that's awesome. That's yeah. great. The, they could not have done a better job of trying to pull me in. It's like every actor I like is in <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. And I still... I'm, I love Alicia Silverstone. Let, let's just say that. I worship this woman. And I can't get through that movie. That's Robin, right? Like... <laughs> Yeah. I have tried, and I have tried, and it's like, wh- which one is Drew in Forever? Sorry, I, I mix them all up. Yeah, yeah, it has a basically Again, a cameo role in Forever. I yeah. love Jim Carrey. I love Drew Barrymore. You could not have stuffed all the people I like into one movie any better. Sue me, I'm Uncle Alfred. I cannot bear the aesthetic of the movie. You know exactly. The neon. Like Hector just said, I can't. I can't deal with it. So yeah, it's so ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? The only reason I. Like, I watched them so much as a kid. Like, I was the yeah. demographic. For I know. I know. Batman Forever came out. And, like, my mom bought it for me. She let me watch it as much as I wanted. Like, I was fine. Like, I was up, like, so the element of being PG-13. So it was, like, a little grown up. So I was just <laughs> so into it. Like, I didn't give a shit. Like, if you'd have asked me, like, I was like, this is as good as any movie on the planet. Like, and I don't you, care. You were the right, you were the right I, age, like you exactly, said. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I had toys. I had the Batman and Robin, like, video game. I had the soundtrack. Like, I, I didn't, I was just the age. I did not care. So even now when I watch them, that nostalgia element is just, it's too prevalent there for me. <laughs> even Man. Batman and Robin, like, I know it's shit. Like I, know, like, I watch it and I make fun of it as much as anybody. But I will never hate the movie. Like there's yeah. some people like worst yeah. thing. Has anybody ever listened to the commentary for Batman and Robin by Joe mm. Schumacher? Didn't he I apologize know. multiple times? Yeah. He, like, he actually. Yeah, he actually. It's like a Simpsons joke. That's so if, funny. if you watch, so Batman Forever, I liked it. I think I, it has the perfect balance of what he was trying to do, trying to go back to the '60s campy. And with a little bit of a dark element from what the theatrical cut was. So Batman and Robin, I oh, guess man. he went he went way off the rails with yeah. the 60s aesthetic. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Randy hates this. I do too. Cool party. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger getting top billing over the top oh, yeah. character. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arnold, he is big right above the thing. And somebody counted all of the, the puns. It's like yeah. you're not sending me to the cooler. Okay, everybody, <laughs> chill. <laughs> like what? they knew. Does he say ice to see you? He probably uh, does. does he? he goes. He goes. Let's kick some ice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ice always winterize your pipes. And what happened to the dinosaurs? <sighs> Allow like, me yeah, to break the ice. The ice age. 
Oh my god. But for twenty five million dollars, which is what he got paid, I'll say all that silly shit too. Yeah, he was having fun. Because <laughs> you have to know you have to know in their in their heads, those actors are like, Man, this shit is gonna be corny. Yeah. <laughs> well when so Nick easy. brought up the, the soundtrack, I will say Batman Forever the soundtrack. That's top tier. Like that's oh, yeah. I was gonna that's, say that's incredible. Right I, right in the perfect wheelhouse of what I like, you know, in terms of music. That 1997, right? Like, that's perfect for me. Yeah, 95 for uh, 95. Thank you. Yeah, no, exactly. I was, so, both Schumacher soundtracks go off. I, I need to re listen to the Batman and Robin because I don't know it as well, but Forever Crush it. Oh my God. I just know that Seal song. Yeah. Yeah. The U2 song. Yeah, U2 had a nice song. Yeah. 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 The U2 song kicks ass. That was my whole adolescence, that soundtrack. It's crazy. It's like when they talk about. um. Phil Collins doing Tarzan. I oh, feel that boy. way about Steel. Like, they went up to Steel and they were said, it's just a stupid Batman movie. Like, you don't have to go. Like, just write, like, a good song for it. And then he sat down and wrote the best the song. The best song ever. Right. <laughs> like, this is called Kiss Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you don't need to know what it means, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just feel it. It's like Christopher Nolan. Just feel it. Or whatever the tennis <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> The Batman and Robin soundtrack had like the Smashing Pumpkins and had like Bone Thugs. Okay, I gotta listen to this. Yeah, they did have a song on it. Like a really good song on it. Any any '90s soundtrack, no matter how bad the movie is, no offense, I'll probably love the soundtrack. Oh man, they had great soundtracks. But I don't like. And something I was thinking on this last rewatch of Batman and Robin, I was like, if. The only Batman thing that existed in life was the 60s television show. <laughs> and this was just like a 90s remake of that, like on the level of like... It would have been the best thing in the world, right? Wild Wild West. It would have been way better. Like, you know, when they're up in the rocket and then they're like, surf's up, and then they just uh, jump off. Like, did did he say Cowabunga? Yeah. I don't remember him saying. Yeah, he said Cowabunga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cowabunga. <laughs> But that would have kicked ass, like as like this is the '90s remake of the television show. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> that's not our reality. I don't know, man. I don't know about this. This is why Superman works alone. All these other things. Are better. But listen, did you watch ER back in the day? No, sorry. Oh, well, it's like, for anybody who remembers. But I've used seen to do out this. of sight. Out of okay, even out of sight. Yeah. Oh, good. You remember that Clooney used to do this thing. Back in the day, in the 90s, he used to talk and look down and, like, yes. shake his head. Yes, I was making fun of this the other day and, like, nobody... He used to... He stopped doing it. I guess he was... He like, well, you know. And he did this. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> brought it to his attention. There needs to be more celebrity impressions <laughs> on this podcast. This is fun. Oh, man. Come here, George. Stop so doing Batman this shit. 89. <laughs> Batman 89, Melissa. The epic scene. Who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. Christian Bale. Yeah, he crashes. I'm Batman. Yeah. George Clooney. Hi, hey, Freeze. I'm yeah. Batman. <laughs> With his head nod. <laughs> and I was like exaggerating, but I was like, I'm not. The entire movie. He's, you know, they got the big ass telescope. He's just don't point it at my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, when they like, went the thing, he was. I need to see that part. As Batman, he he's the exact same. He's like, you get the ice, I'll get the ice man. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're Bruce Wayne. 
And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm Batman. It's like, nah, <laughs> you're right. Like, like, so funny. So did he stop that after that movie? Is that what you're saying? I'm not no. sure the point where he stopped it. Somebody okay. had to have told him because he used to do it we a lot. We need to check Ocean's Eleven because that's 2001 and we can figure out what happened. <laughs> you, watch him, like, you watch him on ER. I was a big ER fan. ER was great. Watch him on ER. You watch him in the movie One Fine Day. Somebody yeah, I've was, seen that. They were like, this charming bastard. Look at him. He'd be a great <laughs> And, like, he kind of was, in a way. Yeah. Like, he was, you know. But he didn't change it up as Batman at no. all. Yeah, right, between, right, yeah. Right. Never leave the cave without the whole movie. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's walking. He's walking in the in the in the in the mansion with Alfred, and and he's doing that. He's like he has his head, his hands behind his back, and he's yes. walking with Alfred. He's hunched over. Don't tell me you're on his side again. Yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. He's like, she's like Alfred's sick. He goes, Alfred's not sick. He's not. I can tell. Okay, I can tell. It's smarmy. The word is smarmy. Something like that. There you go. But I can tell. And yeah, it's like, it's that's pre- that's pretty good for like a rich billionaire. You'd never expect to be Batman, though. It just sucks that his Batman's the same <laughs> way. Off the scent, right? Yeah. If I stand by, like George Clooney was like a good choice for the yeah. role. People I sh- say he was horrible. I'm like no, yeah, bad, good jawline, charming, all charisma. Great choice for Bruce Wayne. But if he'd have changed up his Batman, even just a little, I would have been like, okay, he's not that bad. But he's just the same in both. Eric, I and, changed my answer to your Bruce Wayne story. Oh, yeah. What's that? Clooney. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I even, just, I don't know when the last Batman? time. Is that, what's that, Melissa? What was the question? The worst Batman? No, your favorite Bruce Wayne. Oh, That's pretty okay. Much Clooney. Okay. But yeah, Batman and Robin. I give, I'll give one act, well, actress credit in Batman and Robin because they knew exactly what movie they were in. That's Uma Thurman. Yeah, she, for sure. She took oh, that. Yeah. She cooked the ham to ten. Oh, for I sure. Yeah. I, I would argue that everyone involved understood, like the kids say, understood the assignment. <laughs> like the assignment was shit. Like the assignment yeah. was shit. There you go. What's his name? John Glover played the like crazy yeah, yes. and he said that like Schumacher would be like, he'd be like, "Remember, we're doing our cartoon and action." And, yeah, like, so that, I heard that. God. Cool. It's only it's but, a cartoon. It, I mean, yeah, like, it's, that, like, be an evil, crazy scientist, and, like, that's exactly what he did. Like, Schwarzenegger, he probably could have done a serious version of Mr. Freeze. They told him not to. They were like, right. hey. No, bro. Uh, you know what? There's still flashes in the pan in that movie that are just, they're not campy, they're not goofy. When Flash, the Flash, Freeze is in jail, right? And he carves out the ice figure of his wife. And there's a little moment of him looking at the ice and the camera panning around. That's like a really genuine good moment. That. And then, okay. why is there a freezer bean in the? Yeah, in the in freezer the bean. Also, like how? Did and random Jesse Ventura cameos. You gotta stay in a cold zone. Like the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so stupid. Wait. It really yeah, is. Yeah. He was in that movie too. That's right. Yeah, he was the guard. Yeah, he, was. <laughs> yep, he was. He was. But anyway, before I forget, random thing. I know Hector appreciate this, or whoever has a home theater. Take away the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is number one, like with most things, Batman, when it comes to this. But Batman Forever is one of the more awesome home theater reference movies for sound. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever put it on a home theater. It 
it, whew, it's it's a great sounding home theater movie. Mm-hmm. Also, keep in mind, a lot of people don't like Batman Forever, but Batman Forever has a fantastic look to it. It's the first Batman movie to get an Oscar nod for cinematography. I kind of like Word. the look. Like I know what I was saying earlier, she like yeah. she hates. She thinks it's like ugly, and like I get it. But I remember kind of liking like. It was like this. It was almost like Gotham City was like a circus. Which I mean, there is a circus. Maybe, maybe I meant that about Batman and Robin. Sorry. Forever, like, I understand at least. And know, a lot of people love Nicole Kidman in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very true. easy. They run together for people who haven't seen either one in a while. Batman yeah. and Robin. And Batman yeah, I'm Forever. sorry. Unfortunately, run <laughs> together a little too much. Because, like, to me, like yeah. Forever, definitely better than Batman and Robin. Yeah, like definitely. It's oh, yeah. not great. Oh, yeah. Something else about Melissa was talking about how Kim Basinger and uh, Michael Keaton like the romance in it. Mm-hmm. They had great chemistry in Batman '89. Great chemistry, like you know rom com chemistry. I love yes. the scene yes. at the table because that it's funny, but it also shows how like Bruce Wayne is just alone and he doesn't really know how to like deal yes. with. Well, I, yes. I love that scene. It's so cute. And then in Batman Returns, he's got great chemistry with Michelle Pfeiffer. Like when they're dancing, there's always a scene of yeah. them dancing. Like that scene is so good when they both figure out like each other's identities. Yeah. Then you get to Forever, and you got Nicole Kidman, who's probably like the hottest person ever. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. She's like, not not. Humor. And like they have no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah. It's not so awful, but like there's nothing happening there. Who was right. the love interest in was it Elle McPherson? Yeah. Elle McPherson. They had like what? one scene together talking. Why did you call me Ivy? It's just he calls <laughs> her. Wow, I don't even remember that. Yeah, they were like having dinner, and they—it's like a one-minute scene. That's there's it. a press conference too. And, yeah, uh, there's a press it, conference, and then where, where Ivy interrupts, and uh, and uh, yeah, she's on his shoulders. Like, yeah, when, yeah. The reporter's like, "When are you gonna pop the the the, the big question?" And yeah. he's like, "Oh, you're a lot of help." Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, that, that's the dumb pointing at my bedroom scene. Everything you guys are saying about Batman and Robin, it feels like just the biggest sellout in history. Like, everything about it. They hire a model not, instead not. of an actor. Like, no offense yeah. to Elle McPherson, she's not a good actor. I've seen Friends. Like, she had a multi-episode <laughs> stint. Once again, the show's selling out. Like, what? Like why? I'm sorry. You know, she ruins the, the show almost. It, like, that's how bad. No offense yeah. to her. She's a fantastic model. Elle the body McPherson. But yeah, yeah, wow. all the choices they made in this movie, it's like, what are you yeah. doing? It, yeah, it's all about the It's all about the, the, the merch. This kind they want to sell toys. They, they want to yeah. sell toys, you know. They, they target the kids, the children, and sell yeah. all the toys yeah. and the merch. Elle McPherson and about a good story. Yeah. And another thing, Melissa, brought you bring up something. Now, me, I'm a diehard Prince fan, so I appreciated mm-hmm. it. But also, I'm a fan of filmmakers having creative freedom. Tim Burton yeah. didn't want the Prince thing, um, songs in oh, his movie. Yeah, that was a mandate by Warner Brothers um, before they started filming. Like, we got to have at least a, a two Prince songs in the movie, like part of the plot. So it they worked, don't. in my opinion, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't want it. Yeah, they they don't really make sense. They're yeah. good. Like I've seen the movie so many times that, I, and I just I love that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, great soundtrack. I can't even picture the scene without Party Man playing. But like, I don't really question it because it's it's eighty nine. Like, right? Yeah, it's, it works. I think it, it goes. It, I think it, it goes perfect. 
Yeah, yeah I especially can't, I can't, the, the parade scene, the trust. I can't separate um, it. It's yes, and, and the, the art, the art gallery when yeah, he's in the art man. gallery, that the party man. Yeah, that, that was just it. Just I, it was so good. I think Kim was even dating Prince at the time, or and it all fits together for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. They were like dating. Yeah, Damn. They were dating. I see. And there's another cameo. A lot of people don't realize um, why it exists. I forgot her name. Elizabeth something. So the the guy Bob Kane, the guy who created Batman, right? He remarried later in his life, and his wife is in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yeah, oh, wow. she's like the publicist reporter. Yeah, lady. Edward, you're a genius, and blah blah blah. Tell us, we got them. Must know. Yeah. Like, Ooh, wow. there's Bruce Wayne, that lady with the glasses. Oh, Brucey. Yeah, it's Brucey. That's Bob Kane's <laughs> wife. Well, you know, I made fun of Elle McPherson, but I, Jerry Hall is is Batman. The first one, right? yeah. she, she was good. I mean, she was she was good for her role. But like, I feel like that's why like not everybody likes Returns more than eighty nine. I'd say they're about on par, but I always yeah. give Returns the edge. Yeah. Just simply because there's a lot of stuff in eighty nine that, especially watching it now, I'm like Tim Burton didn't want that in there. Like yeah, the you can tell. That's what I say. That returns is Tim Burton's movie top to bottom because they begged yeah. him to come back. And, and I don't like it as much. I just the returns is so like gross and dark. It is. And, Actually and, I'm a I'm a Tim Burton fan too, but I'm like an Edward Scissorhands fan. I'm not yeah. like Edward Scissorhands is amazing. So yeah, you can tell those are his movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I like returns. I like returns more than the eighty nine. Yeah, it's definitely darker and tonally for a reason. They gave him an edge. Yeah. No, no musical numbers and like, <laughs> musical. Numbers. I, just, like, that's I mean, that's what they are. The great yeah. thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the parade. Yeah. So good, but I feel like Tim Burton was like, I don't need the Prince song here. I don't need the kill Batman's parents. Like that's a stupid choice. Yeah. It worked in the context of the film, but in terms of like that wasn't his idea, or like maybe it was, but it was like somebody should have been like, "No, that's a bad idea." Whereas right. Returns, I don't think there's anything in it that's like bad. Like everything is like, "Oh, this rules. This is scary. This is awesome. I love this." I wonder yeah. what did happen with Kim. Ba- what, I, maybe that was a studio decision too, and Tim was like, "That's I don't a good question." Want to work with her. I want to work with Michelle Pfeiffer or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I'm not mad. Too, like too, yeah. too wrong, commie for him or something. Yeah. I don't know. But shout out, shout out to Marlon Wayne's getting the uh, one hundred. Oh yeah, still getting a bag. Oh, yeah. How much was it? A one hundred thousand bucks. Okay, good. In '92, what's the inflation yeah. on that? Yeah, about to say. Isn't he still getting paid off of that? I hope. I so. believe he's still getting residuals from the sales of the movie. I, yeah, that's that's crazy. Him. It is. Like a hundred G's, like that, just because I can't picture. Yeah, I can't even picture him. No offense to him, like I'm not saying, but it's hard for me to picture him as Robin in any Batman movie. But like in Batman Returns, (laughs) Returns, yeah, I really would like that. Would just be so. What ended up happening? They just decided to drop him. Oh, they wrote him out. out. That's too much. Yeah. They're probably right. I can't even imagine time for Robin in that movie. No. <laughs> but they had two villains and gave ample time to both villains. Yeah. Right, 
Right. That's the biggest criticism for most people is that the movie's more about really? them. And Christopher Walken. Well, so we're talking about returns, right? Yeah, yeah. Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah, that's who I was saying. Yeah, you Walken. count him as Catwoman. But like Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, that like changed my life. That was <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to me. Yes, so, sir. For sure. Yes, sir. And then like Danny DeVito, Penguin, like there's nothing oh, better. He was, yeah, he amazing. was perfect in that, yeah. man. It was amazing. Yeah, it scarred me for life. That's yeah, cool. but it's so good. See, I don't know. Like, my mom always hated that one. She was like, ew, yeah. that's... Like, I love it. You flush it, I flaunt it. I just think yeah. it's neat. But he had, like... Hey, uh, hey Eric, Ma- Max Shrek was... Is, yeah, was he was never portrayed in any movie after that or before that, was he? No, um, I don't think the so. The name Max Shrek comes from... Um, Vampire movie back in the day, the actor who played Nof- uh, the vampire Nosferatu, yeah, Nosferatu just turned a hundred. Yeah. He was that was a Tim Burton uh, invention. Okay, yeah, because I was just like, yeah, I don't remember seeing that name after or before yeah, before any, after any that's, DC that's movies correct. film. So I'm just like, yeah, that's just kind of like did they just kind of throw him in there? Because I mean, I'm sure he wasn't cheap. That's right, right. Kind of yeah. makes you wonder, you know, why 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 they went that route instead of just bringing someone else in there. True enough. Tim Burton's and Rachel Dawes. Yeah, and there's a uh, say like ahead. Christopher Walker just plays himself in that movie. I was just about to say <laughs> that. This is the moment where, if you know Christopher Walken, there's it's just like Nick Cage. There's a point in their career where they become aware of how people see them, oh, and he started to play up the Walkenism. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> but he's so good in that in Batman Returns. Like he's yeah, yeah he's great. A- yeah, the whole good. movie, like even he's in the sewer talking. Yeah, and Bruce Wayne, why the hell are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line. It's a one-word line. When they're at the the masquerade party, Bruce Wayne says something, and Walker looks at him, yawn. And just, <laughs> 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 so funny. Oh man, yeah, the yin and the yang of the rich kids. But there's a there's an element of Batman Returns. Not a lot of people question. They just think Penguin is crazy. Why does he go after the firstborn only? Because he, he was the firstborn. And there's a leftover. No, actually, he's a secondborn. There's a leftover from the original script. He was supposed to be Max Shrek's brother. Max oh, Shrek wow. was supposed to be the firstborn, and they abandoned oh. him. That's why he went after the firstborn. They're like, yeah. And starting with your son, that's why he wanted to take his son. Like, no, oh, not, shit. Not I did not know that. Like me. <laughs> no. Damn, why would they throw that out? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah so they, there was a whole subplot. It would have been probably 20 minutes longer. So Wow. I don't watch. If you think about it, think about how random it is. He just decides, yeah. instead of the children, to go after the firstborn. I always thought it was because he was the firstborn. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of yeah. fun. That That's that crazy. Movie. Yeah. Bruh. I even That's remember where that comes as a from. kid, uh, Annette Benning was supposed to be the Catwoman, and then she got pregnant, and then she just yeah. Up. I even remember that all all happening back like that's how much of a yeah that's that's crazy was back then. What's yeah. her name? What's Tom her name? Young? Yeah, she yeah. Like, she was cast, but she broke her ankle. Oh, is she, that what happened? No, she was cast in Vicky the first Vail. one. Vicky Vale. Yeah, oh. she was cast. Oh. In then she and started then, to go after the Catwoman role. Oh, yeah, she started. She broke onto the set. It's video. She recorded herself doing it. She was on, yeah, that was some fatal attraction. That's like before her 
before her time. That's like she did yeah. like an Instagram before that was even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. But then she would have. She, she would have killed that role. <laughs> um, so I guess they just threw her. It was Warner Brothers. They just threw her the, the role in Ace Ventura. Like get lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we we'll like this role. Any uh, last final thoughts on the legacy movies? We're closing in on an hour. I feel like we we have not talked about the. You Nolan didn't talk about like at all. yeah, Dark Knight Rises or anything. We but... the Dark Knight a little bit in the grand scheme of things. We really <laughs> right. Okay, what else? <laughs> Batman Begins is amazing. The Dark Knight is more amazing. The Dark Knight Rises is good. Um, I, like, I like the Dark Knight Rise. I like Bane. I, I like Bane too. Yeah. I, I started. I, I was not like happy at all about the casting of Tom Hardy as Bane. I didn't think he looked the part. I didn't think he was big enough. I didn't think you right. know that whole. I didn't think his his uh, you know his background. He, right. Uh, he was not from Spain. Whatever. I don't like <laughs> anything about it. Right. And and he and he's still like uh, after to this day. I think after every watch, I started to like it more and more. Uh, yeah. Him as Bane, but like you got to you you have to imagine Christopher Nolan had his trilogy written out. And he had it planned out prior to Heath Ledger's death. So for right. for for that, yeah, back trying to the corner. come up with, yeah. I want to say last minute, you know, trying to rewrite everything. I give you know, I give him credit. It was it was mm-hmm. he did a good job. I think he's still you know did a worthy closing to the chapter because you have to imagine how crazy it must have been, knowing they were like probably starting pre production for the right. third film, and yeah. and then this happens, and they're like, so what do we do now? I, I wonder though, was Tom Hart was Bane? Uh, Plan original part because like, we'll never know. Like they've just been so secretive. Like there's never any kind of um, you know any leaked opening scripts right. or any kind of info on what right. his third movie with with Joker is uh, would have been. But because um, I, I can't I can't imagine Heath being the only villain. He had to have bought somebody. But yeah. like um, when I watch Rises and like there's so many plot holes in the Dark Knight oh, yeah. Rises. Yeah. For it to be as good as it is, like I still like rewatch it. I was like, dude, this movie is great. There are so many holes that I'm like, there's no way any of this was in the original script. Yeah. It's like, like you said, they they had like, to write themselves out of a corner because it was planned yeah. a certain way, which is to, uh, credit to them. That's not an easy thing to do and still have to no, come yeah. out as good as it was. Okay, so they left, like, Heath was like, not Heath, the Joker was like hanging at the end of the Dark Knight, right? He was mm-hmm. just hanging off yep. that building. Well, was he supposed to be in the third movie? Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, the cops came and arrested him. Uh, if you look in the background, you can see that. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he, he I didn't kept say uh, that part, trying to figure out what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And he says, uh, uh, "You and I are destined to do this forever." You know that. That he didn't say that for yeah. no reason. That I was. Right. Was right. Very, wow. I just. Uh, it it sucks, man. Immovable object. That's yeah. why the Dark Knight is so good, and like Rises is very good. Yeah. But once I started noticing the plot holes, and like every time I watch it now, I'm like, dude, there's no way. Like they had to start from scratch and like do it kind of in a hurry. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole plane thing with Bane makes zero sense. Like I'm sorry, <laughs> that's the worst plan anyone has ever had. No way they're letting a bunch of random people on a CIA. I love that scene. Like, I'm like, yeah. It's, it's so a great fun. scene, but it, it's it, so it, fun to watch. Each subsequent watch, stuff starts to stick out. Yeah. Yeah. About, Good thing I've only watched it twice. <laughs> Bane's uh, a uh, henchman fallen on their own in the background for no reason at all. Oh, yeah, it's on a roof. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Stuff like that. Like, 
why would they make a prison that you could climb out of? They're like, oh, <laughs> it's like a child did this. A child did this. We knew this. Put a yeah. something like they don't need to. Why? And then like, I don't know. I'm going to go on and on and on. Like, how the hell did Bruce <laughs> Yeah, we, we can't go on and on and on. We're too close to an hour. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, how do you get in? They blew up all the bridges specifically so no one could get in or out. Like, how do you get into the city? Uh, Nick, he came in knowing. Now that part I'll defend. That goes yeah. back to Batman Begins. The the scene them fighting on the ice, and he um when they they have the people march yeah. out on the ice and rises. You know, Batman comes up and he's just chilling, walking. That goes to the skill that he learned from Ducard. If you want to play it that way. Yeah, 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 I mean, du- yeah Ducard. That's a callback in my book. Yeah, but, yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think Rises was good. The score was uh, freaking amazing. Yeah, and I think I I thought it was pretty smart that um, uh, Nolan kind of substituted the, you know, because Joker is not really an imposing person as a villain. Like you know, with like yeah. as from a, like a masculinity. Like I thought they were smart to give someone, uh, you know, put someone on screen that's tougher, bigger than Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, give you like, like a dude because because when you see when you see i saw it in imax and when you see Ooh, Hardy yeah. get up that for when he's like you know when they catch gordon in the in the all right we back five been cut to four because uh like i said at the top melissa hasn't seen the batman we've all seen the batman some of us twice nicholas and uh pretty sure we all had a good time with it um where do we start Eric, man, you uh, you you mentioned Matt Reeves. I I think that you meant you was hinting that Matt Reeves took like that psychological Zodiac Seven and made that movie that Batman just happened to be in. Yes, yeah. Same way, like we mentioned, uh, what Nolan actually has said, the movie Heat inspired him for The Dark Knight, and if that's true, Matt Reeves definitely had to have been inspired by Seven. Just tone aesthetic it works perfectly that's the awesome thing about batman when everybody else has their interpretation of him there's so many different places you can go yeah and this movie definitely went there so now i got a question for all of y'all i think everybody probably not nick because nick is stingy with the five stars i think everybody on here probably has rated it five stars right no True. <laughs> yeah, Nick, what is it? Four and a half. <laughs> I give it a four and a half. It's really good. I got like even if I but like even if I'm thinking like if I got like a ding or two, that's enough for me to not give it a full five. Like nothing's a five. <laughs> the Dark Knight is a five. And I came out of this and I was like, that wasn't as good as the Dark Knight, but it was. It's close. Damn good. But like the yeah. Dark Knight is a five. Like one of my few fives. Yeah. A lot of people are intimidated by the runtime. People casually, they're saying, it's three hours. Yeah, you might be in a movie theater for three hours, but the movie is a little under. It's like two hours and 45. I can't but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel that long at all. It, the movie... Yeah, it felt long, but I, yeah, didn't I didn't look at my phone or anything like that. Like, right. I was just like... I had to hit the restroom for like the last hour 45. Long. Right. You could tell it was long, but it didn't feel like, uh. No. When, I'm, when I say it feels long, it's like, uh, you get boring moments or you feeling restless or whatever. I don't think it was definitely that. This shit was never boring. No. Mm-hmm. No, not even a little bit. 
movie was. I was trying to stay away from. I don't even think I watched the last full trailer. Trying to stay away from a bunch of spoilers and stuff. I didn't even know John Totoro was gonna be in a movie. The guy wow. you said I that. didn't know it was done. Sarsgaard, Peter yeah, Sarsgaard yeah. was in the movie. You said that the other day, and I was I, I, yeah. and I thought to myself, I knew Totoro was in it, but I forgot Sarsgaard was in it. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It's, I like Robert Pattinson as as Batman, Bruce yeah. Wayne. I, I liked it. <laughs> Man, like the. My, my, the title card comes up, and I, I was like, "Okay, that's that's similar to Joker. I dig it." Yeah. And then title card, it, it it just jumps into that first kill. I was like, oh, we're we're getting right into this shit. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm digging it. Like, like yeah. Okay, you are. But the best compliment I can give the new movie is when I saw it on Tuesday. Two different parents had to take their kids out. That never came back. I was like, that's, <laughs> "Oh wow, that's, that's pretty great." Yeah. It was scary as fuck. Some of those, like that first thing with Riddler, like standing there, like, got the same reaction both times. I saw, oh, like a bunch of people. No, just, yeah, dudes watching like the debate on TV, and then you just yeah. see like like two dots, like Pennywise style, and I like pointed yeah. at, the, at the screen, like, oh shit. <laughs> the Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. <laughs> riddle, he's gonna ask him a riddle. He didn't. Yeah. But, but yeah, there's, there's genuine a lot of one thing I want to mention. Is the chase scene? She was so. First good. of all, wait, I don't know. I mentioned this. I don't know if y'all saw it in the premium cinema with great sound. When he started that damn Batmobile, mm. up, oh man, that Joker man. blew almost blew the roof off the theater. Now yeah, we've seen definitely. chase scenes. Now what's that, Hector? No, it's, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, we've seen chase scenes where people are weaving in and out of traffic, but I don't think we often see too many chase scenes where there's a traffic jam. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they toyed with that a bit. I liked. <laughs> but man, that, that was a fantastic chase scene. I like the I camera you. angles. You the, I got the close you. Wide. Yeah. <laughs> that, we're going to get talking about him and oh, that, man. that makeup. Yeah, it, and it, it was so like realistically done. It wasn't like a scene where it's like, oh, like you know, this would never happen. Or yeah. it was like, and the and the the angles, like he's using the rear view, the side yeah. angle, the camera angles from the from from his car. And it was just so well done. Like, it wasn't, it could, I'm sure, like, watching it from, like, you know, if you were actually there and off the freeway or, you know, it would just, it would just look like, a, like, it right. crazy. But just the way he did, uh, um, uh, Reeves did it, the shots, man, it just was so intense and uh, amazing use of the audio. Um, yeah. That, that shit was hitting my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were, there were a few scenes, like, seeing it on, I, I sound like I'm bragging. I promise I'm not. It was like seeing <laughs> on IMAX. It was like the fan first IMAX thing. So it was like whatever. It was like that. Seeing it that night, it was almost like the crowd wanted to clap at like multiple points. But it wasn't really that kind of movie. It wasn't like yeah. No Way Home. Everything was like yes. It was like I could feel it. Like different things would happen. Like it was like the crowd wanted to clap, but they were like, I don't want to ruin the moment. The Batmobile scene was when it was like finally like when he flipped the car and got out and did the thing mm-hmm. it, everybody was finally like fuck yes like they they were like finally we can clap because this movie rules it was kind of like collectively when everyone was like oh this movie is this is next level good. yeah this is not badass. another good movie yeah well i think i think warners has you know i mean if they're smart and we'll see how smart they'll be after they're this not. merger but, but if it, <laughs> uh, they have a good thing going with like the way they can like create different 
movies based off like one character from different directors point of view like this was very successful like and and if they can just keep doing that i think that's the the advantage they have over marvel right now is is that their ability to have multiple movies and story arcs from yeah. the same comic book character because yeah. um and if they just i think they need to just continue to give these guys their their creative freedom to do what they want and and um and yeah. like we don't have to wait you know we're gonna get batman in another few months you know on on yeah. the big screen we don't have to wait next two years or another year and a half for the sequel for this one because now we get to see a different variation of batman so i think if they, they if it's done right this is they they have a this is it could be a smart smart right. move and and for them to just grow this uh uh universe of of dc um on on film and um on top of that i was going to tell you um eric that i saw the uh there there was uh you were telling me what, what we're talking about we we're talking we talk about a lot of stuff but um uh the the uh uh how dark how gotham in this movie was kind of like a character like yeah. i never would expect it to be like it was it played like almost its own character like the yeah. way he shot gotham i was just man like cuz from the trailer you know we knew it was going to be a beautiful shot film but like the whole from the start of the movie and uh how he again how he just uses images of gotham and when he's yeah. walking in the background walking in the steps I, just, I was getting chills and i'm like man i, I yeah i was like, wanting this movie to be the batman movie that you know we can kind of turn our attention toward to something else different uh compared to what warner brothers has done lately uh with the batman that we don't know what they're gonna do with and it and it was that it, they hit it on all cylinders and um, definitely that's funny you mentioned that they filmed the movie mostly in the uk but they fused shots in from different locations uh chicago <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few chicago scenes like when he's riding over the bridge uh, some of the train scenes are filmed in Chicago and it just he puts it together fantastically it's, uh, what more can you say and speaking Matt Reeves said something I don't know if y'all saw the quote that he thinks he wouldn't be able to make a good Marvel movie mm-hmm. and his quote was I just don't know uh, how I would make my way through that and my interpretation what I think he's saying I think he got a lot of creative freedom with this movie. He don't have to worry about plugging it into a universe because a lot of those directors in the MCU, they have to worry about what the next one is. Kevin, Kevin Feige is um, really particular on what they can do and what they can do. That's why actors like Edgar Wright left, Ava DeVernay mm-hmm. left. They wanted to do their own thing. Yeah. But understandably, Patty he Jenkins. wants... Yeah everything yeah patty jenkins he wants everything to be tied in and the freedom like you said hector i, I think warner brothers is on to something with individual movies like joker and now the batman as well they can keep their dceu if they want but <laughs> look at the animated movies that dc has been putting out for like 15 years right it's a universe run for people that don't know there, there's like how many are in that movie like there's like 10 of them that are like part of the same like universe oh yeah from uh, from but either the flashpoint paradox or justice league war all the way to apocalypse yeah. war they all do the like two a year like, yeah. it's like 10 movies that are all part of one thing and they were putting out other stuff in between those and they're still doing that and like to me 
that's kind of like where they are at with the movies now. It's almost like we tried to force a cinematic universe that is still kind of going, but it's like they didn't like where it was going or whatever their right. issue. Yeah. So now it's like they need to get that together. But while they're getting that together and the yeah, this fantastic thing over here, other things going where they're like, well, we got our TV shows are still very popular and we've got <laughs> and Joker and whatever we want to do. Like, I feel it's like you get different runs of comic books. Like, well, remember when such and such took over Batman and he did this and then such and such was doing the flash and they never met, but they were both really good. So I, that's kind of what they're doing now with the movies. And, like, right now, it's cool. Like, yeah. they got the Super Pets movie coming out in a couple months. Yeah, that's going to be. <laughs> I, mean, I hope they it's just, good. They just uh, announced that uh, Keanu Reeves is playing the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's a separate thing. I'm not expecting yeah. Robert Pattinson to show up in that movie. It's a separate DC <laughs> thing. I yeah. think the Teen Titans Go movie was fucking hilarious. I, I understand people don't like it. I don't know adults don't like the show I don't, it's for children the movie was hilarious so that's like I'm like that doesn't have to be your teen titans right. there's a show there's another there's comic books are still a thing and being made right now you can read them that's just like it's own little thing so I feel like that's where DC is one-upping Marvel if they are at all Marvel right. are so locked into this cinematic universe thing at this point that they like they can't stop yeah, they can't back out of it and do... My, my prediction is Into the Spider-Verse is going to even tie into it at some point. Like, they're going to be like, fuck it, it Doctor, he'll show up in Multiverse of Madness. Like, <laughs> I feel like they're so locked into it that they'll never stop. Yeah, it'll be... They have to really blow it up if they want to do... They can never do individual uh, non-related movies. It'll be confusing sure. to the audience. They've been... Iron Man. You can't do the Iron right. Man somebody else it has to be tied in my question is who's gonna do the better the better thing with the multiverse because he had two movies coming up um, with the flashpoint and the multiverse in either um series who's gonna utilize it the best is what i'm asking like better worse doesn't really matter it's like marvel already did it (laughs) they already did it (laughs) yeah well yeah that's technically yeah no way home happened, and like we couldn't even even fathom that like five yeah. years ago. Like, I'm so hyped it. for both. It's hard yeah, not I, to I, say. I, I definitely don't think. I don't think. Uh, I mean, do we have to talk about from a, like a uh, like storyline dialogue perspective? I definitely don't think Flash will be better based off of the fact of their intentions behind it. Yeah, this movie wasn't yeah. supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be the movie that it is. Yeah. Um, Honestly, and and quite frankly, and so there's a malicious intent. There, there's a yeah. reason behind it, yeah. And and we're not going to get the flashpoint paradox or just the, the story that we were supposed to get. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't for those reasons alone, I don't think uh, it'll be better. Um, I think it'll be entertaining, but I don't think it'll be yeah. the better. If I'm being honest here, um, there's a reason they have a yeah. So I, that's pretty much my answer. Why why I'm why yeah, I feel that way about yeah. it. I'm excited for the possibilities yeah. of the flashpoint. Warner Brothers but, fumbles so often; it's hard not to say yeah. strange. Yeah, I'm still keeping, you know, just because there there's a reason, you know, they haven't they they they, they haven't announced anything after 2022, and they you got to believe that's what that I was thinking. Whether Ooh. good or good or bad, um, they have a strategy, they have a plan laid out. They're just 
you know, keeping the public. I mean, they're not, you know, it's all under wraps. And you have to believe that there's a reason why they, they do have a plan. Um, whether they're waiting for, you know, the merge to happen or they're just waiting for the flaps to play out. Um, yeah. They, 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 there's nothing planned. Like, if you think of they usually have a lot for the next couple right. of years after that. But there's they have been completely um, quiet about what happens after the flash. It's like maybe, maybe that plan is... Cavill comes back in the flash. Maybe that plan is Ben Affleck's in it, but he's actually already signed a five year deal. But like probably not. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, give well, me hope. I mean, right. Don't well, give me hope. <laughs> Henry Cavill, like Henry Cavill might not be like in these like, you know, in these little um, you know, cameos, but he it's Henry Cavill Superman. So like, yeah. at some point, like He's, he has to come back because yeah. um, he's still it's still him. It, he, it's it's not the actual you know physically right. there, but Sh- Shazam you know, peacemaker. That's an interesting way to, to look at that. That's true because the, they the, haven't the really casted him. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like they're ignoring it. It's like they're like, well, we can get away with not acknowledging it. And it's like, all right, it's been five years. Right, right. You're gonna have to yeah. acknowledge yep. like peacemaker. Okay, he's got shadow on his face. Eventually, you're gonna have to acknowledge why Superman isn't in the shit like yeah. eventually something's going to have to happen where it's like yeah. where's superman it's like oh he's not here it's like he's not here but aquaman is yeah yeah no i, I know we're, we're probably getting you know off i'll talk right. about the batman movie but uh, I, I, that's regular uh, tradition I, 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 <laughs> I, I think again this movie totally took me by surprise i was very optimistic and i was going in i was just hoping this would like i said it would like kind of like Change my put my attention on this because you know the other shit is is is, is shit right now. So yeah. and it did and it did that. Um, I uh, feel my gripes honestly with 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 the film. Um, uh, not enough to like kind of like turn me off of it, but um, exactly. I thought there was a few a few a few things that I think were done a little lazy in my, in my opinion that they could have done a better. Which uh, where do I want to start? I think the the scene uh when bruce and alfred are talking in the hospital and he tells him the truth about his father i would i would love to have seen that like played out in a scene instead of like being told just just expository yeah yeah i think like i would love to have seen like just how how um reeves could have just given that to us instead of through 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 the show because that's a big deal because he goes because Bruce tells him, you know, this is everything. This is the whole reason why I'm doing this. You mean to tell me? And I just, you know, I would love to have seen, like, just seen that. And, and so he can, like, be like, damn, okay. You can feel like, damn, that, that sucks, you know. That's but, fair, um, yeah. Other than that, that was in, in, um, and I thought the ending was a little bit anticlimactic, just a little bit. But um, other than that, I have nothing, nothing, nothing bad to say about the movie. Yeah. I've thought about it, like, the first time I saw it, I kind of felt that way about the ending. Like, I was kind of like, I was like, Batman doesn't really do anything. Like, he doesn't really save the day at all. Like, he didn't stop, like, all these fucking riddles. And he didn't stop anything. Watching it again and thinking about it over and over and over and over and over, I'm like, well, that's kind of the point of this. And I love that if they're going to keep going. If they're going to make a sequel as soon as possible of him, like, getting his shit together as Batman then this is going to age like wine. Like, it's going to be great when you go back and rewatch it. Like, oh, he 
he's so wrapped up in being the scary vengeance guy that yeah. he's fucked up the thing. And I'm like, you know, I kind of like that. Because, like, not everyone died. It was like the city flooded. But then, like, you know, instead of fighting, like, staying up there and trying to find more people to fight, he went down and saved everybody. It was like he realized, like, fuck this. Like, you know, let's get him out of That needs to be the priority. This guy yeah. is taking after, like, me. And instead of being a symbol like I'm supposed to be, I'm this emo jerk that's, like, <laughs> trying to prepare people in the street. So I'm like, I feel like it's better. Like in a couple of years, like we're going to watch this be like, oh man, okay, I get it. Like the Riddler was like one step ahead and really thought Batman was understanding him, but he wasn't. And so now Batman can focus on being a better Batman. Right. I yeah, started yeah, thinking about it more and more and more after seeing it twice. And I was like, you know, I kind of like the ending the more I think about it. But I did yes. think the Alfred scene, I felt the same way. You had one scene where he was with Falcone, and it was all talking, and that scene kind of worked. But then immediately, Alfred woke up, and it was all talking. Like, he was just like, no. Get more talking. Yeah. That story, but different. And it was like, they could have showed, that would have been the time to show the parents' flashback. If ever there was a time, it'd be like, well, we can yeah. show the parents get killed. Like, yeah, too little, too much dialogue, if that's... Like, it was still good. I didn't oh, yeah. hate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But give the... I want to ask y'all, all of y'all something. We, it's. I'll be. I'm gonna be really pissed if the movie doesn't win the Oscar for best makeup. I think something stupid is gonna happen. Like it doesn't even get nominated. Probably. Yeah. But that that'll just be impossible if this movie doesn't get nominated because you do not see Colin Farrell at all. No. I only heard him like once or twice. That, that, that not even yeah that, that first that scene fairly, it, that first scene no. where Batman's showing him the pictures of of the chick like mm. there's a crack where I was like okay there's Colin Farrell and then he goes right back bit, into the yeah. cobble pot yeah. yeah but this is the he, question he, I wanted he, he to owns ask y'all every scene he's in every scene yeah even with that what his chances of because we're gonna bring this up on my show probably movies like this this movie I do has think has a lot of Oscar potential a lot. But these goofballs need to get their heads out of their butts and like realize yes, these superhero movies can be great. But people hated that No Way Home didn't get any serious Oscar um consideration. I think that should have got a screenplay adapted because it's based on a comic book. I think that should have gotten more than it than it did, just the technical awards. But anyway, back to this movie. Colin Farrell I think should seriously be considered for supporting actor as his character. Yeah, right. he he played right. that role. The makeup yeah. was just a tool. He took that tool and and and, mm-hmm. and went to town with it. You Take know what it I mean? Easy, sweetheart. You could, you could put right. anybody in a bunch of makeup, but he became that character. Yeah. yeah. Every time I think Hector said, like every time he's on screen, yeah. man, you can't like. And he was <laughs> giving him the education. It's a little spoiler. He was giving me the education hey, about how to pronounce. All spoilers. <laughs> no, we never get with spoiler. He was like, "Look," and <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of people compared it to uh, Jared Leto in House of Gucci. Like they said, so this is what he thought he was doing in House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, Leto thought he was yeah. doing. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for his 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 uh 
his a spinoff, I guess they're doing HBO Max. And I'm yeah, I was like, really? Do they need it? And then yeah, yeah. I, I is this is this here at this point? Like yeah, it's like sure. all right, I need know, it. Fine. I just, yeah, I didn't. It's supposed to be a prequel, so. Oh, it's a prequel. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's supposed to be a prequel. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you? Is his appearance going to um, alter in the That's next? That's what movie? I'm curious about. Is, I'm curious. Is, like, is he going to get even more messed up? You know, and, and yeah. And, but uh, I, I don't know how you guys feel about that ending, though. The the that cameo, um, uh, kind of torn a little bit. I, I oh don't know. yeah, in the, in the jail with the laughing scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. I was a little I turned think the off movie, by it, but the I, movie I could have been would have been all right without think, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it needed it. And, but you um, know what I think? I think studio mandate. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things like, kind of like like I said with Batman and Robin. If so many things didn't exist prior, like if we didn't have a Joker movie, and Heath, to me, everything like I said that comes after Heath Ledger's Joker is on his shoulders. Yeah, like to me, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix was like cool. But everybody's like, oh my god, it's so dark and it's so edgy and gritty. I was like, nah, Heath Ledger already did that. Heath Ledger yeah. already got inside. He already did it. So like this, it's like if Heath Ledger didn't exist, if the Joaquin Joker didn't exist, there wasn't so much Joker this, Joker that, this scene would have been great. It would have been like, oh my god, that's so cool. But now it's just like another one. It's yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Warner, 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 every every Warner Brothers like, executive yeah. has a tattoo that says every Batman needs a Joker. Yeah. yeah, you know, I guarantee you that was a studio mandate. But it's cool because no other no other villain would have really made that same impact. Like I saw somebody on Twitter really try to argue that that was Harvey Dent. I was oh, like, no. dude, his face was argument. <laughs> he was like, I'm telling you, his face was messed up, and I was like, dude, the Joker's face is messed yeah, up. The Joker yeah. cut off his own face. That they can, you don't know which iteration they're going with. Yeah, yeah. like I thought it was cool. Like it was a cool scene, but it wasn't like a <gasps> like, yeah. like oh my god Joker. No, nah, see, because I knew I knew dude was in the movie, and like Wikipedia had him listed as a cop. So I was like, yeah, where is he? He's kind of a mm. name, and I haven't seen him yet. Like I thought he was yeah. the valet at the funeral, and then that happens, and it's like okay, so the rumors were true. He is Pattinson's Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I did read a tweet this morning saying that. Uh, I mean, I'm all. Uh, accurate this is, but he uh, Matt Reeves did confirm that the Batman has already encountered the Joker in the first two years, and that the Joker will have uh, a birth effect on his face that can't stop him from smiling, and he's mm. going to be inspired by the man who laughs. Yeah, that's um, the one I remember. And this Joker is also a serial killer, not fully fledged Joker yet. Those were the that's kind of dope. Well, it could be the reason why he's in jail. Batman put him there. Yeah. Yeah. That was the rumor (laughs) going into this, that none of these villains were, like, their fully-fledged selves yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing. I thought of, like, another ding. I liked the Riddler. I didn't, like, lose my mind to love the Riddler, simply because it's like I was never nuts about, like, the mask. Like, they're like, oh, but he's like the Zodiac Killer. And I'm like, okay, but, like, you're doing Batman. Like, at some point, you do have to cave a little bit. So it's like, you want to adapt Batman so much, you have to kind of follow the pattern. It's like, Nolan's Joker was different than everything that ever came before, but he still looked like the Joker. Yeah, but you recognize him. Yeah, yeah. 
Is he is he uh going to come back in the second one? Do you know anybody know if Riddler's coming that's back? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, if yeah. he maybe he'll have a more comic accurate look in the second one. Like, yeah, oh. see, that's my thing. Like now that he's been unmasked, like he can come out with right. a fresh green suit right. and right. question yep. marks everywhere. Yep. Yeah. The thing is, with all these comic book movies, they all all these actors are going to be signed on to a multiple movie contract. Oops. So. It's the yeah. thing if the studio wants to pull the trigger on it or not, and I would imagine why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That in some way, Paul Dano got cast as the Riddler. I had like the Dylon moment. I was, like, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> great casting! Holy shit, yeah. that's amazing! I never even thought of that. And then you saw the picture, and he's like, got a mask on. Movie. <laughs> so I'm like, if he comes back again, like I say. If he comes back, he doesn't necessarily need to have, like, the bowler hat and the cane and all that. But if he comes back as a slightly more, you know, I'm the Riddler. There's a lot of tweaks you can do with it. It's so many different things. You'd be like, oh, this is great. This is so good. This will have aged better by then. But I'm like, it's so hyper-realistic at all times. Like, the Riddler is not the Riddler. He's He's like Jigsaw serial killer that will attack you in a crowd. Everything is so super hyper realistic like that. Like you're never gonna be able to do Mister Freeze. Like I'm sorry. Like Poison Ivy is never gonna make sense in this world. But if they allow it to kind of blossom over time, then it'll be yeah. great. Yeah. That's why I'm I mean, track whatever's next. Yeah, kind of, kind of what what Nolan did with Bane. Bane never used Venom in his 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 movie, yeah. his verse, his his uh, universe. You know. Yeah, right. He's like that's yeah. real, but he's also he's still Bane. Like you look at him, yeah. and you're like, oh, cool, that's Bane. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's the Scarecrow. He's got a sack on his head. It's like, okay, that's cool. He's using the thing. Like that's yeah. cool. If you showed me this, I'd be like, that's I don't know who that is. Is that Hush? <laughs> is that <laughs> Hush? <laughs> yeah, that's that, a good like, point. Not but I'll tell I'm you like, one thing. Now go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. But it's like, I'm not somebody that cries. Like, you know, you get on people and you still got people like, that's not my Riddler. I'm like, well, fuck that. It it, it can be, I love the idea yeah. of like Zodiac Killer Riddler. Yeah. But he could have had a little more fun with it. Like, there were little glimpses where he like laughed and was like, goodbye. And like, did the kind of good. Yeah. I think the whole thing should have been like that. Like, he should have been like right. this weird. Piece. I think the best version of him or. Is when the bombers around the guy's neck. How he yeah. was acting in that scene. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that was great. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. 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 And, and I like I like the dialogue between him and Batman when they're in the in the prison when he gets caught in their yes. interrogation. That was that was some pretty good change. Yes. Like, like in the prison, he was just like a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. Like I'll fuck. There's something about it. Like I was just like, see. But like I said, it, it could blossom into something else eventually, and we'll go back and watch this and be like, oh, well, this this works perfectly. But if everything is approached with, like, it has to be as down-to-earth realistic as possible, then I'm like, you're going to screw yourself out of, like, you'll never be able to do Clayface. Yeah. And you'll never be able to do all these villains that, like, you want to do. Like, Mr. Freeze, you, you can't do it. Like, I'm sorry, you can't. He can't walk around in this. Otherwise, it's just me like Gotham. <laughs> he said he can't walk. Killing my yeah. dream. Yeah, like, you know. That, uh, but those are, like, those are all my only dings. And then, like, again, I think Pattinson's Bruce Wayne wasn't, like, a standout. No. But in the sequel, 
he could be. Like there's yeah. so many things in this where he like yeah, came. Batman to definitely has the most screen time. In the yeah, movie. for sure. Yeah. There, there's there's Wayne. dialogue like like Alfred gives that dialogue that. about Wayne Enterprises like losing money. So I'm, yeah. I'm hoping the sequel gives that evolution of he needs to like know how important Bruce Buckle Wayne down, is to yeah. being Batman. Yeah. Like I've said, there's there's an opportunity to fix that. Not that it not fix it, but like in this one, it's like he's so reclusive. Yeah, expand upon it. Yeah. Like, oh shit! It's Bruce Wayne. So it's like in the sequel, he could come out and be like, "Look, all right, I'm here. I'm Bruce Wayne," and like right. he could have like a supermodel Dude, on his arm. That he fucking that there cop was, was great. Glasses on. And was like standing there eating the berries or whatever, and I was like, he looks like kind of a dick. And like <laughs> Alfred said, he had a meeting or something. Well, I was hoping that that would be a scene. Like he walks in in a t-shirt and glasses. I was like, oh yeah, he might be kind of a dick, Bruce Wayne. But he didn't yeah, do it. Like, definitely. Bruce Wayne he walked around with his hands, and it was like, of course that's Batman. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That, that cop that was trying to keep him out of the first crime scene, and then like is grinning ear to ear when he sees Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. I love that shit. Rodriguez, if I'm not mistaken, and he's actually there with him when he finds a a bigger clue after yeah. he visits. And that was, um, I think that was pretty nice. But yeah. let me tell you about um my favorite dynamic in a movie. It should be obvious. Yeah, yeah, we already know. Relationship uh, is uh, Gordon and Batman. I love that Gordon got so scene. much to do. Yes, yes. It's so good. And there's so many little things like I like. You know, you got the people that are pissed now about the whole like these white privileged assholes. It's like, oh, of course, that's what it's about. It's like that's what the whole movie is. It, like he didn't know. Like Batman was like trying so hard to be this detective, like trying so hard to make a difference that he was missing these things because he's rich. Like he was, he never yeah, had to worry about. And, and, and she says that, like, oh, you yeah. must have been born rich, and you know, it's these yeah. little things that you're not that seeing. Way. The second time I saw it, she was like, whoever you are, you were born rich, obviously. And I was like, ooh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah, know what yeah. the carpeting tool was. Yep. The Hispanic yep. cop knew what the carpeting tool was because his uncle owned a business and did this and did this. He Bruce Wayne can't even – he's not right. even on that's that. That's a great scene. That's a great – I like that. He's um, like, I've never even seen what that – I've never done manual labor in my life. Right. He's know. looking – look right mm-hmm. at him. Little like, stuff like that, that people will miss a little – like, oh – like people, some people I saw with somebody, they thought he was um, when he said when a cop said that about the tool, um, the person I was with thought that Batman was suspicious of him. And I don't think it was that it was that he didn't know what the hell it was. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, oh, then he figured it out. And that's when he went to do what he yeah. did and pulled up the carpet like the Riddler. And I'm glad was, you caught that. Nick. Yeah, you know, the Riddler was always a tiny hands on. Yeah, he assumed that Batman had already figured out the plan. Right, because You're like, oh, I, I gave you more credit. Was like, and he was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And he immediately ripped up the carpet, and there it is, the plan. Mm-hmm. He was too late. So the second time I saw it, and then really thought about it, I was like, "Oh shit, this movie is actually I kind of like this ending." Yeah, and you see a flawed, um, that polished yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. can't yeah. overlook his own like stupid like you don't cross the line. It's like it's not that simple. Like, <laughs> different level of and it's like you throw the word around but it's like you came from a different level of privilege than everyone you're right. dealing with yeah. Yeah. Like these cops are working class cops yeah. all the people that you're dealing with are working class people and you're just like Gotham's favorite son you're not mm-hmm. you're just yeah. not and then you're gonna have the, the knuckleheads out there that's gonna take that line and not understand why it's relevant to the story and turn it into some bullshit that is not 
Oh yeah, yeah I mean that. white privilege. But uh, that hold means, up. Shut the shut I, up. Identity I mean, politics, like, man. Oh, oh my god, it it plays into the story. Yeah, it's there. It's not there to tell you. It just like oh my god, movie trying to be too woke. <laughs> it's a plot point to the story. Yeah. But every Batman movie, cartoon, comic book run, like everything that's worth a shit has always dealt with that. Like the corruption yes. from the city, yeah. corrupt cops. The classism. Um, yeah, classism and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's classism, uh, economic, socialism, whatever you want to, like, oh my God, people just can't get their head out of their ass. It's Gotham yeah. City, yeah. man. Everybody's yeah. doing dirt. Right. Yeah. 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 If not that. Like, nobody yeah. had an issue. That's the entire movie. Yeah, and yeah. that that yeah. one's like sure. at large and leaves so little for the rest of us. Like that yeah. that's what it is. This and I'm gonna bring just, something up halfway. Sorry, Nick. I'm gonna bring something up halfway for people who can't seem to do research. So um I'm gonna just put this out there. Y'all know what it's about. Billy D. Williams played Harvey Dent. Landau. George Wallace was George Wallace was the mayor in Batman Fever. And thanks for that reminder. Eartha Kitt played Catwoman back in the day. Halle Berry played Catwoman, her version of the movie. Halle Berry. <laughs> How about this, people? How about Halle. Jeffrey Wright? How about Zoe Kravitz was just cast because they were the best actors that the director wanted for the role? How about That's that? And they killed it. Is that a possibility, people? And they killed it. And they, and they killed, killed it. it. How about just keep it at that? Because Even that's truly probably what it is. She got yeah. like five minutes of screen time, but Jamie Lawson was dope, too. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Very important to the story. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, and that the is irony. Kinda, y'all trying to say something is too woke, but y'all y'all looking and fishing because your real intentions, you want an excuse to put those out into the open. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. That's the point that of is, the story. That too it's woke like bullshit as a guy. The, the, the mayor, what he's doing in the city is not working. It shows yes. you in the first point. Her name is Real, and her thing is a real change. It's cute. It's the <laughs> yeah. Story. It's like we got this new young mayor who's going to come in and do something differently because she can see it through a completely different lens that all these cops are not seeing it through. And like Batman yep. comes to the realization that he also needs to get on that level. Like he's see, looking at it. It's really, it's a really good movie. People. That's like, something else really cool for the sequel too, because she had kind of an anti-Batman stance, right? And she won the election. So the yeah. sequel with them bumping heads could be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, what's it. That's what's so good about the Dark Knight is like Harvey Dent is like, are you fucking kidding me with this? Like all the cops are like, Batman's cool. And he's like, are you shitting me? Like this is the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I like I like that. No, that scene in the police station when um I think Batman, I was just about uh, to say he, that, man. Yes. <laughs> you could have pulled and that punch. punch. I oh did. my god. Dude, that was so <laughs> You're right, Sigma man. That was such a dude, and 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 his and and his facial uh, uh, expressions when they're far away, like talking far away, was just yeah. so well done. I'm like, yeah. man, this is gonna be good. Who's this, this with the nose? This motherfucker's dirty. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another thing. Some people are saying it has no humor. No, like, it's I'm definitely sorry. humor. Yeah. It's got humor. The thumb drive got a laugh both times I yeah, saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumb drive. <laughs> you could have pulled that punch and all that stuff. Like, all the little jokes. Colin Farrell got mad laughs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
it's just not like constant quips because that doesn't work. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that's not this movie. That's yeah, yeah that's just not Batman except not for that, Schumacher. Hey, Randy, man, I hate to do this, but I gotta get going, brother. I appreciate you having me on here, man. What a bit. Yeah, for sure, man. You, uh, I I was gonna be, man. Do what you gotta do. We're gonna run appreciate like 15 guys, more man. minutes. Okay, man. I appreciate you guys. All right. Hate to see you around, buddy. Yeah, yeah. peace, man. Yeah, man. You, know, you know I'll tag you and everything when it's done. Yeah, man. For sure. Appreciate you, brother. Peace, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's... um. So yeah, four, four and a half stars by... Yeah, uh, Nick. <laughs> it's, it's, no, that's that's. Look, I that's I genuinely feel like no movie's perfect. Like this is probably yeah. like a four point eight nine 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 nine. But like like Hector was saying, like there's no, nothing just glaringly bad enough that I'm gonna dock right. my five. I loved it. Like yeah. I said, most of my issues could be fixed. Like not even fixed. It's just like the the whole Bruce Wayne thing might be intentional right now. I hope like, so. Yeah. He goes to the funeral and he's like. Oh hey, look! I'm <laughs> that might be intentional because, like, he's yeah. just rec- him as a recluse. Yeah, recluse. He might change that in the yeah. next one. Bruce that's Wayne's put- in like four scenes of a three-hour movie. Yeah. yeah, that's why I put Christian Bale for Eric's question. Like, <laughs> yeah, just posted that. Ones like, who's the best Bruce Wayne? I think Christian Bale is just like he does exactly what I think of Bruce Wayne should do. Like, he is a businessman. He's like a dick. He's rich, just a celebrity scumbag, like nice yeah. guy, but like a dick. And he's so putting on the play- show his his um yeah the people. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Batman. Yeah. You would not go up to him and be, you're like this fucking guy doesn't have a clue about crime. Right. He's not bothered by any of the would. And he even um it's like it's Mr. Wayne, right? Like uh, they don't aren't yeah, even taking. Yeah. Mosh What's the, the scene wine. in the Dark Knight when um the scene in the Dark Knight when he's actually trying to uh, save the guy uh, he runs into the truck and like yeah. Yeah, um that's real that's what I was yeah, just he thinking ran of into it. the pickup he's like Who what trying to make the light who's in it yeah, like it's yeah. so so good and then they, they share that look like yeah you motherfucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they look but yeah like, him and old boy Mister Reese you son of a like, bitch that's why I kind of go like. You could kind of make things for, like, his Batman. Like, some people don't like his voice or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, it's like George Clooney is, like, a little too good at being Bruce Wayne and, like, not good at Batman at all. Whereas Michael (laughs) Keaton is kind of, like, great at all of it. Like, he's not the best Batman. He's not the best Bruce Wayne, but he is really, really good at doing all of it. So it's like he's my favorite. Bruce Wayne Nespa? Most of the time. (laughs) Robert Pattinson. I love that line most of the time. (laughs) <laughs> like Pattinson is like an outstanding Batman for as long as he's Batman he's in like every scene yeah really 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 good as Batman if his Bruce Wayne can get on the level I he could he could be the best like he has the right. potential like in the future when we talk about who's your Batman so what um anybody get the well the final numbers wouldn't be out. It's tracking for 125 million, right? 128.5. 128.5. So as we speak, hell, probably the first sneak preview night they started having talks because you know, by the time we get the movie, you know, months and months have passed and it's but I'm curious what they're talking about. I'm curious what Matt Reeves because you know he has an outline at the least needs to be one i feel like 
of everything to praise in this movie, Matt Reeves is going to get the least applause. Yeah, he's, he's not a he's not a name. Um, he should be he, after these last he, two he X movies and this. Yeah, you did. Yeah, he's yeah, and it's such an easy name to remember. <laughs> it's like Keanu, right? Matt Reeves. On it. Uh, yeah, he after this he should definitely his name should be. 185 200 million dollar budget worldwide it's almost 250 yeah it's, it's gonna be what comes out next week streaming Shit. movies yeah any, anything that's gonna mess with it's a theatrical um the the adam project and turning red nothing huge in the theater like it'll repeat yeah. number one easily so definitely it's gonna def- yeah so sequels definitely got to be in the works I don't know if the the merger would. But see, like I wanted, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask with Hector here, who what do y'all want to be the villain? Like I don't like the the Joker tease was cool, but I don't yeah. want Joker. I don't think that you go with him that early. No, like, we've I think had. He should have another scene in a sequel. Yeah, that like, seems like a safety net at this point. Else. Yeah, kind of like Peter Parker's parents in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Like, <laughs> like give us another like thing and then go about your story. Yeah. Like it, something could happen, the Joker could be there. Be like, like, oh, you're here. Take, like, if you don't want to, like, bump Colin Farrell and, and make it, like, a gangster movie with Batman in it. Do something. I, I don't know. Like, do something. Like, I think, I think you could do the Mr. Freeze story. But, yeah, you got to do something with this world. And yeah. it could just be, like, a dramatic he's trying to save his wife, but he turns the crime to facilitate or yeah, I mean, like yeah. do something like like points. Mad Hatter. Um, yeah. Give us new villains. Because you think about, um, I see where Nick is coming from with the Mister Freeze and all that. But you, but you think about Batman Begins, and you think about the comic book and even cartoon origins of Ra's Al Ghul. You wouldn't think that would have been able to be done. That's true. You know, also, like a little bit, like yeah, they is a little tweaks. That's a, like this movie felt more comic booky to me than the Dark Knight, almost like the whole Dark Knight trilogy, really. Yeah. Especially the last two. Like as soon as this started, he was like October thirty first. Yeah, I love the narration. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really noirish with the narration. Oh that's that's yeah. all. And like the whole thing with him and Catwoman, like on the roof, like that's Bogart and Bacall. Like that's straight up. Yeah. Noir. Like, just don't do anything without me here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say you, buddy. And then they kiss, and it's a whole thing. I'm like, dude, this kicks. Ass. She was amazing. Yeah. It's great. I can't wait to get, definitely see it again. Zoe was so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want them to let it stretch just just a little, because like everything doesn't need to be so super down to earth so much that it's like right. you can't have fun with it. Like, and it's rhythm- funny. Um, the villains that I have in mind, uh, they definitely won't do because they'll be too similar to Riddler precision-wise. Like, I, you, you're talking about stuff that realistically can happen, but the villains I had in mind, I don't think a work because they'll, like, Calendar Man or... Um, I was going to say Calendar Man, but I thought he might be too obscure. <laughs> yeah, and who's the, the clock, um, clock the time guy? Clock yeah. King. Did I see and they have the, the same, like, precision is very important. For them as villains so i don't know if they want to rehash or not rehash but it'd be did i jokingly yeah. say in the group chat edward norton was a clock king <laughs> yeah he did 
That's but why like, it was in my mind. Like Warner Brothers, they're gonna put like how long until we get Zaz again? Yeah, yeah. I love Zaz so much. Talk about obscure. Yeah. He's in everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Gotham, Batwoman, Gotham. Uh, it's something else. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Else. He was in but, Batwoman. Yeah, like that. The, so he'll be in this. Maybe that was him. Maybe it wasn't Joker. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question, though. They could do. Uh, no, the, uh, who's the, the doctor? They uh, laughed. Hugo Strange would be really dope. Yeah, Hugo Strange would be really dope. As long as they don't do what they did with Gotham. Yeah. 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 No offense to Gotham, but it got kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. You like, have to let it stretch a little. Like, you can't do... Mr. Freeze's storyline is a very human, realistic thing. I love Mr. Freeze on the animated series. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of make it... He can't just go around with an ice gun. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, like, that's like, in a big-ass you know, suit. The <laughs> It's like if the Riddler is too silly, then you can't do Mr. Freeze. Like, what, you know, at some point you do have to kind of stretch the arms a little bit. Like, yeah. You can't just pick realistic villains because otherwise you've just got maybe Two Face. And that's like it. Yeah. I think with those um, not villains, nice. like with Rise, and like you said, there's a. A lot of these villains are just a tweak or two away from yeah, putting, like you putting in. Things. Like, Raz Al Ghul didn't have the. Lazarus Pit. Yeah. The resurrections and stuff like that. Like you would have to get rid of all of it. Like Poison Ivy, she's just super into plants. Yeah. Like, no, she makes it. It's like, no, she doesn't. She's just really into them. And it's like, well, then that's not <laughs> you're bending You're bending it a little too much. Yeah. That was my I only mean, the villain. Um, or my boy, who was going to be an Affleck Batman, uh, Deathstroke. I don't know if they don't want to use him because. That'd be, that'd be great. Hey, what's up, Nick? Cool. That's another one. It's like they just they love Deathstroke so much. They just want to put Deathstroke in everything. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been in the movie yet. Well, he's well, yeah, technically he really he hasn't been in the movie. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, am I losing my mind over him being a main villain? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But I need yeah, there's, them a, there's to- a lot to go through. I'm curious. I know he has something in mind. Matt Reeves, that is. I'm curious to what. They need. I need them to hurry up. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, but I'm like you like, said, the way the way the industry works now, it'll be at the very earliest. What he, I think it'll be at the earliest twenty twenty four. Yeah, we need a sequel <sighs> announcement by April. Yeah, it'll be here. That's, That's the saying, earliest. But I'm realistically, twenty twenty five. I'm not one of those. that's like, oh, I crave content. Like, I need it now, now, now. Where's yeah. the next? Like, I, I'll I let a little it. time go by if it's going to be a quality product. Yeah, yeah. I need them to. Fast track it. I need them to know what they're gonna do. Make yeah. a plan. Don't just stick around. Like, ah, well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens with Aquaman. And that's that's just the the thing about the where the hell is like Warner Brothers as a company when it's coming to making these decisions with I don't know how the Discovery thing plays into it know. and like who's who's what what like that's um just, you know how movies uh sequel greenlit the two days after the other one I, yeah. I need that. Give me a green, give the green light. A green light announcement, like John Legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But now I say, um, a great, great movie, excellent movie. I don't think I've even given 
Yeah, what is you did five star rating, Randy? Like you were saying, right? Hey. <laughs> four point five for four and a half. Four point five, same thing for Mister Nick. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's all my niece, and I was like, I always something I always talk about is like, you know, we're we're all a little too spoiled with comic book movies now. Like mm-hmm. I was talking earlier, like we really forget about the time when you would only get a handful of comic book movies. Especially back in like the nineties, early two thousands. Oh, really, like, you didn't even care if they were good. You were just like Jesus. Just happy, like, yeah. The property is on the screen, right? The like, Phantom? Like, I'm there. Yeah. I was. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Steel? <laughs> nah, not Oh my god. No. Spawn, though, like Spawn, like who gave a shit? Like if it, it, it was good or bad, like who even cares? It was like it was there. Mm-hmm. I said, We're so you know. I said, somebody is going to see this and be like, well, that wasn't fun. Like, that wasn't as good as Black Widow. <laughs> and I'm like, it was actually way better than, like, most of the comic book movies that I've seen recently. But we're just so inundated with it now that it's, like, it's hard to put it on the same level as if this had come out and, like, right. instead of ones, it would have been, like, it would have been perplexing. It would have been, like, holy shit. No, that... This can't be real. Yo. This can't exist. The, at the end, he says the narration in the narration. It's like November sixth. This movie took place in like ten days. Yeah, yeah, like a, a lot happened. Yeah, every day yeah. he was up to <laughs> a week. If it starts on Halloween, yeah. Because I was thinking this, this either takes place over the course of like ten days or a year and a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, definitely ten days. But yeah, they never covered Christmas or summer, so yeah. Right. He got no sleep. Yeah. That off. He he was he was working all of those those nights. Right. He, he the only time he got sleep is was when he got knocked unconscious. It was about a handful of times. Yeah. Also, something that I thought was really funny, and like nobody is talking about it. There's two cops in this movie. That have really, really high pitched voices. Yes. Hey, what's going on Nobody's here? About, <laughs> yeah, the first commissioner comes in. He's like, oh, he's a vigilante. He's a goddamn vigilante. Get him out of here. Yeah. Is that the Other commissioner? Guy, he's like the sergeant or whatever. And like, when he wakes up, he's like, you're really going to protect this asshole, Chip. Fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> the out of breath, high pitched type. Of, what are you <laughs> I thought about that when you. Like, yeah, you're going to protect this asshole. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, fantastic movie. I'm glad. Yeah, for it turned sure. turned out the way it did. You listening? You watching? Drop a comment. Let us know what you thought of the Batman. Even if you didn't like it, let us know. Um, The idea for two weeks from now is the, the Pixar one-offs. Like, to go along with Turning Red, like, we'll, we'll save Toy Story, Cars, Incredibles for when Lightyear comes out. But up brave a bug's life inside out we're gonna talk about those in two weeks um i'll come back around finish up the episode it's rec league (laughs) 
Yo, I abuse words with a few verbs. I'm balling on you nerds like I'm Sue Bird. Saint like Franklin and I'm all about my business. You just getting started by the time that I done finished. What y'all sleep on about me? My creativity is endless. You got your vision, but I'm trying to go beyond like I'm Terry McGinnis. Y'all know how the game go. Destiny's child. Now say my name, ho. Come correct or I show no mercy like I'm Captain Insano. If you cross me a minds, I might make your kid orphans. I know my currency good and I'm not from New Orleans. Painting pictures with my words. Verbal Jago Lawrence. You soft, man. I hope your inner circle tell you that shit off, Dan. I be spitting this Tony Clifton and you thinking that you are Andy, but you can't even cough, man. Head in the clouds. I'm just a man on the moon. Kiss my asshole. I'm a pie asshole. A rapping buffoon when it comes to this rapping i'm well aware that i'm that shit if you know you got a talent man don't fucking hide that shit and chill until the next episode